BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine, the show that teaches you how to survive the things that can kill you, like falling off a cliff, dynamite explosions, or parasites. Or things that just make you wish you were dead. Leaving your coffee on the roof of your car. Mm -hmm. Getting caught re-gifting, Danielle. Oh, tis the season. How about rejection (laughs) in Hollywood? We don't know anything about that. No, let's play the song. Great. Welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. I'm Danielle. I'm Christine. Christine, how are you? You know what? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, there's a lot of uh, sickness going on around my house. Right, so Benji, his his glands have shrunk back down yeah. to normal size. Yeah, they were golf balls for a while. Right. Now they're like just little beans. How cute. <laughs> it's adorable. So is he back at school? Back at school. Alex was home from school yesterday. Because now she's sick. Yeah, I think a lot of stuff is going around. I want to ask Garen something. Yeah. Yes. Garen, what do you think about the... Oh, wait, have we have we announced the... have Are, are they public yet? The, the merch? Designs? Yeah. I mean, it's... Oh, we have new merch. Yeah. You can go to our website and check it out. Or you can go actually to Instagram and we have it on our okay. link tree. So, so, yes. Is it okay if I ask Garen yes. about... Okay, so Garen, what do you think about the Garden Squirrel Oh, it's, it's merch. adorable. It's you great, like it? right? Yeah, it's fantastic. And who I do we have it. to thank for that? Nathan Diffie. Na- Nathan it's, Diffie. It's really cool. You know I who mean, he is, right? Because he does stuff for... Yeah. He's done stuff for Never Not Funny. So, I mean, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're immortalized once again in t-shirt form. Young Garen would never have thought I know. he would be... his own t-shirt. Yeah. His own merch. He is, he's Lazy Queen on Never Not Funny and he's, he's Garden those Squirrel. Those items. Those are gone. You can't get those anymore. <laughs> That's amazing. So, and soon these will be yeah. as well. So get on it. By the way, my parents have outside their house uh-huh. a fucking miniature picnic table. They do? For squirrels. That's adorable. So their, their neighbor gave it to them. And yeah. then it has a little... Like a little tiny bowl that you put the nuts in. That that's yeah. adorable. Hasn't been filled in a while, but yeah. Um, I just I just how... saw a... Ethi- I, was, I interrupted you, I'm no, sorry. No, 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 that's honestly all I had to say. I just read, you know, one of our, our... The traditions in our family that I decided was a tradition is on Sundays when the paper comes, uh-huh. I make the kids listen to me read The Ethicist. Do you know about The Ethicist in the New York I Times? I have heard about it. There's a reason I've heard about it, and now I don't remember. It's Oh, just... because... They, one of those people wrote a book or something. Probably. Anyway, I've heard it's, about it recently. It's some people write in with their questions of like, so I was invited to my son's wedding and his. Oh, it's Dear Abby. It's Dear Abby. But, but they called the ethicist. Because it's more it's more like, I guess, ethical questions yeah. like, is this right or wrong? Mm-hmm. So this this question was this couple is 
friends with their neighbors because they all love their cats. Like they're all friends. They're all cat lovers. Okay. And they all love animals and they're pet lovers, okay. et cetera. But then the neighbors started feeding the squirrels. Okay. And, then, and they're really upset about it because you're not supposed to feed squirrels, apparently, because what happens is they become tame and then they become pests and then they can't. It's oh. like it, it throws off the ecosystem when you oh. feed squirrels, apparently, Oh, okay. because they then become too tame. They don't know how to fend for themselves. There's a whole reason like you're not supposed to do yeah. it that it has all these bad effects and I can't remember all of them now but I was like I would never have thought that I would have just been like yeah feed the squirrels but I would never have thought it anyway either. I'm not what, what don't, did, don't yeah. say anything to your parents let them have their little picnic table yeah what did the ethicist say he said because your friends are such animal lovers you can probably give them like a nice pamphlet that explains right. a nice a nice pamphlet, not a rude pamphlet. Yeah. Give them the watchtower and then in between stick <laughs> exactly stick the squirrel <laughs> the thing. squirrel pamphlet. Yeah, that explains you know just like gently say, hey, you might not know. <laughs> well, actually, well, actually, them just gently. Yeah, well, actually, them. <laughs> no, what I was gonna say is years ago, my dad used to let the squirrel climb up his leg. No, he didn't. And feed it. Yes. <laughs> He's oh a God. braver soul than I. I would never in a million years. A rodent? On you? I know. Never. Yeah. Never. And also nothing gives my dad more more um, giggles than my uh, fear of rodents. He really? Just, he thinks it's hysterical. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, you know, your dad could have been putting himself in danger of a parasite. Uh, oh, was that a transition? I... That was a segue, guys. Segue, I heard proud of you thank you thank you i like it i rarely <laughs> do a seamless segue and i think i might have just seamless now segue so all right if you are squeamish at all uh-huh. listener you may want to fast forward <laughs> fast forward through this entire episode <laughs> just, get a, just get a barf bag near you <laughs> just get ready we're gonna talk about parasites today yeah and i'm gonna I'm going to break down the different kinds of parasites. I'm going to dive in deep to some of the parasites. We're Are gonna... you going to teach us how to survive parasites? I am. Okay. I am. In some ways. And, and for some people, I can't help you. I'm sorry. Right. But most of those people <laughs> aren't listening. So, All right. Danielle, Garen. Yes. There are three types of parasites that can cause disease in humans. Okay. And then within those three types, you got a lot of bad actors. Okay. okay. So according to Medical News Today, parasites are organisms that live in or on a living host of another species. Right. They survive by taking nutrients from this host. The first type, they're called protozoa. They're single-celled organisms. Right. You don't ha- I'm not going to test you on this. You don't have to remember this. These kind, I'm going to just briefly touch on, because these aren't the ones we want to dive into, but I'm just going to give you some examples of these kinds of parasites, these single-celled. Malaria. Oh. That's a single, that comes from a single-celled parasite. Interesting. Yeah. This disease causes fever, headaches, chills. It can be fatal. Wait, don't you get malaria from... Um, mosquito. Yeah. Yes, you do. They... The, so the, are the mosquitoes the parasites? The mosquitoes are not. They carry the parasite. <gasps> oh, okay. The anophily, ana, anopheles, that's probably how you pronounce it, yeah. mosquito carries this blood-borne parasite and transmits it through biting the humans. Oh. That's how Jellicle cats spread. Because his name sounds like a Jellicle cat. Yeah, well, jellicle cats are, they come out tonight. Yeah. And then they... Um, they don't know how to do comedy. 
I know that. No, they don't. <laughs> Neither do I. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed yeah. this little moment. Thank you. Ooh, I was trying to think of the part, the part of the song that's like, um, Jellicle. Well, maybe it's a different kind of cats where they list all the things they do. I, I don't know. Oh, that fuck. whole I'll think show of it later. is like, I'll look I it know. up, I'll look it up. But, I don't know this uh, musical enough to, to understand the references, and I'm happy that I don't. Yes. It's fine. Watch the movie. Oh, I don't think I'll do that. <laughs> oh, you haven't seen the movie? I've seen like a bit and piece of it. It's not what you think in that. Yeah. It's not enjoyable on a, it's so bad, it's fun. Right. It's, it's just, it's just bad. Yeah. Unfortunately. It's not even like you can watch it and make fun of right. it. Right. Yeah. You can just do that with the with the preview, with the okay. commercial. Okay. Well, there were an estimated 241 million cases of the disease in, 200, in 220 I Guys, love that year. <laughs> that was a good year for us. Yeah. It was a long time ago. It was. 2020. There's another single-celled parasite I'm going to tell you about called, I'm going to try to pronounce this, acanthamobiasis. Okay. Acanthamobiasis. You know what? I'm not going to try to pronounce this. You did. You did. I'm sure that's the way that's you pronounce That's exactly it. how you say it. Yeah. This tiny amoeba can affect the eyes, skin, and brain. <gasps> it exists all over the world in water and soil. Individuals can become infected if they clean contact lenses with tap water. Well, who would do that? And it can result in permanent visual impairment or blindness. So when people don't Jesus use their contact lenses, I don't know if maybe people are so poor, but they still have contact I lenses. Know, I don't think so. I don't. Listen, just don't. Jesus. If you ever, I found these lenses on the street. I just decided to try them. Just don't ever clean your contact lenses. But you couldn't anyway. Because, I mean, the whole water. point is that water dries out contacts. So. I'm just saying. Okay. It, it, people right. get it. So they must have done it. You know what you should do if you don't have contact lens solution? Yeah. Just cry. Cry over your yes. lenses. I thought you were going to say pee on them. It probably would be better than the water. Yeah, probably. Listen, I, people have done other things with their pee that I'm always like yeah. drink it, clean their face with it. I don't know what people are thinking. Here's another one that's fun. Trichomoniasis. Okay, that sounds familiar. I don't know. I hope not too familiar okay also known as trick this is a sexually transmitted infection stop trying to make trick happen <laughs> <laughs> this is the result of a parasite trichomonas vaginalis vaginalis whoa that yeah. sounds vagina related it is okay. it affects the female urogenital tract it can exist in males but usually without symptoms wow and how do you get that one uh i think rubbing your parts together <laughs> It's among the most common sexually transmitted infections. Wow. I know. It's like I've never, heard, I've never of heard of it either. Maybe it's just in third world countries or something. I, risk factors include multiple sex partners and not using condoms during sex. Huh. Causes a foul smelling vaginal discharge, genital itching. It doesn't. Right? It's like anything you do these days. And painful urination in women. Complications include a risk of premature delivery for pregnant women. Oh, my God. Treatment involves both partners taking one large dose of a certain oral antibiotic. I think it's funny that they didn't one say which one. Dose. A certain. A certain. Yeah. Ask your doctor to find out. Yeah. We're not going to tell you. One large dose. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Just one dose? I mean, I, is this dose. like the fancy word for crabs? Remember crabs used to be, I feel like when I was a kid, people were like, that girl Sheila's going to give you crabs. Well, you know why crabs went down? No, I don't. Because uh, a lot of women don't have uh, pubic hair anymore. Really? Yeah. I didn't know. I'm pretty sure that's the thing. They live in hair, 
And because pubic oh. hair became out of style, or at least, you know, shorter yes. or less, huh. I believe, I could be completely wrong, but I believe that's why I you don't that. hear about crap so much anymore. Yeah, I went, because there's also pubic I mean, lice in Seattle or something. Oh, yeah, because they're very natural up no. there. The second class of parasites, here's another one. Oh, we're, we're leaving these parasites now. We're going okay. to new parasites. Okay. The second class of parasites, ectoparasites. Okay. These live on the outside of the body. Uh, Fleas, lice, and bed bugs. Oh got it. Common ectoparasites. We know what bed bugs are. We don't have to get into bed bugs. Everybody knows about bed bugs. Have you ever had bed bugs? No, my parents did. What about you, Garen? No. <sighs> I'm glad we, we thought we did once, and then we had people come in, <laughs> of course. And it turned out they were carpet mites. Is that better? It is. Oh, so much better. Really? We paid like two hundred dollars. The we got this special vacuum cleaning guy, and he came and he swept it all out, and it was done. Oh, okay. It was so it's not like a lifestyle change. Thank with, God. Like, with yeah. No. But Benji started getting all these like oh. little bites all over him, oh, and they weren't bites actually. You can have like an allergic reaction. Oh, because they they don't really bite, but you can have a rash. So is he still scarred from the hot water? No, that's you can't amazing. Even tell. That's amazing, isn't it? That's what. That's why you need to transplant, you know, baby skin, onto skin onto your face. Yes. Oh, that's what they should do. That's what they should instead do. instead of fillers and Botox. Yeah, just baby skin. Just take nine-year-old boys' stomachs and put it on your <laughs> face. I'll see if Benji will give me mine. Give me his. I bet he would. He, he loves you. He doesn't. He totally he, would. He doesn't like my aging. What do you mean? He comments on your yes. aging. He'll In be what like, "World, is it okay <laughs> yeah. for you to be aging?" He doesn't. He'll be like, "Mom." You have a lot of gray hair. A lot. And he'll say, like, I'll, I made a joke the other day about going to school for Alex when she was sick. And he goes, you have too many wrinkles. No one's going to believe that. <laughs> Wait. Oh, oh, pretending you're Alex. Uh-huh. Jesus. Yeah. They're also very observant. I don't think my son, I don't know if he could pick me out of a lineup. <laughs> I mean, like, he just doesn't. Like, Jimmy will say, like, isn't mommy pretty? And he'll just be like, uh, like <laughs> just makes him so uncomfortable to even look at me. That's because he loves you so much. I know. Okay. Lice. We don't need to get into the lice. Look, I've had it. Been there. Oh, yeah. You've we had all lice. That's had, right. During the show. I mean, Jesus. you know. You've had everything possible. Everything on this list, basically. <laughs> this is Maybe just a list the of show. my show. This is the, the list of my life is the show. Yeah. Oh, screw worm. Haven't had screw worm. Screw worm? Here, screw worms are the fly larvae that burrow into the skin. Wait, didn't Bungie have some sort of we're getting, worm? Yeah, oh, okay. We're right. getting to that. They can cause severe infection and disease. Okay. Now we're going to dig in to the good stuff, guys. Okay. Helminths. Worm parasites. Okay. We're going to get into the disgusting... Screw worm is not a worm? They're fly larvae. They just... Oh. Worm is a misnomer on that one. Mm. Pinworm infection Ooh. is the most common type, type of intestinal worm infection in the United States and one of the most common worldwide. Pinworms are thin and white, measuring about a quarter to half an inch in length. While the infect... I'm going to tell you a little more about pinworms. Okay. Okay. While the infected person sleeps... Female pinworms lay thousands of eggs in the folds of the skin surrounding the anus. Most people infected with pinworms have no symptoms, but some people experience itching, anal, anal itching and restless sleep. Pinworm infection causes, oh, pinworm infection occurs most often in school-aged children named Benjamin and Alex. Yeah. <laughs> and the tiny... Oh, she got it too? Oh, Yeah. Oh. And the tiny microscopic eggs are easily spread from child to child. Treatment is involves... Is it like, because, I mean, not to get too graphic, but it's like they don't do the greatest job wiping and they don't do the greatest job washing their hands? Is that the idea? Okay. Yeah. 
treatment in, in it's very contagious. It mm. spreads through schools like lice does, basically. Wow. Treatment involves oral drugs over like over the counter. You buy this stuff over at any drugstore. Okay. Um, oral drugs that kill the pinworms and a thorough washing of pajamas, bedding, and underwear, and every single thing inside your house. So you had to do, and you had to do this for lice and pinworms. Yeah. <laughs> you should just have a whole, you know, just an, in, in in case of emergency, break glass set of sheets and brand new sheets and brand new, or just wrap everything in plastic like they used to do. Yeah. Just keep everything covered in plastic. Yeah. All right, tapeworms. Yes. All right. Let's focus on this one. These are There's 5,000 species of these tapeworms, Jesus. apparently, but the ones that f- affect us the most are the pork, beef, and fish tapeworms. Huh, okay. First two, you don't have to worry about, Danielle, but, you know, right. fish, So maybe. they live in pork and beef. Is that the idea? Yeah. But, but again, they're invisible, or is it just that the eggs are in the pork and beef, and then once they get in your system, they hatch? This is usually going to happen if you're eating anything undercooked. So meaning they're there. Yeah. So everything you eat has worms in it. It's just that when you cook it, it kills it. If you ingest certain tapeworm eggs, they can migrate outside your intestines and form larval cysts in body tissues and organs. If you ingest tapeworm larvae, however, they develop into adult tapeworms in your intestines. God. So this an adult tapeworm has a head. Yeah. A neck and a chain of segments called proglottids. When Wait you, a second. The worm has a neck. Isn't it all neck? Not these kind. Okay. They're more sophisticated. I worms. can't. I'm trying to picture. Okay. You get to you get to look. I'm going to okay. add <laughs> pictures. You. You'll get to look. At all right. These. They're really fun to look at. Okay. The tapeworm head adheres to the intestinal wall. The proglottids grow and produce eggs. Adult tapeworms. This is horrifying. They can live for up to 30 years <laughs> in your body. That's like longer than a dog. Yeah. Or a cat. This is the longest pet you will have. <laughs> 30 years? Yeah. But are they doing damage to your body that whole time? Well, let's talk about that. Okay. They're usually mi- The infections are usually mild with only one or two adult tapeworms, but invasive larval infections can cause serious in- in complications. Like you could have lots of tapeworms in your body. Here's some signs and symptoms. Nausea, weakness, loss of appetite, abdominal pain, diarrhea, dizziness, salt craving. Uh, I'm also like, this just sounds like a list of side effects from any medication yeah. you see on Well, a maybe the medications include, you know, maybe they contain tapeworms. Maybe just take a tapeworm. Yeah. So, I don't even know how you'd know if you had a t- Like, well... I guess, is there medication to there take is. for it as well? Okay. There, most of these, you take a medication and it gets rid of it. Okay. Now, you might have heard of this, toxocariasis. Mm. Sometimes I think it's called toxoplasmus. This is the infection caused by larvae of roundworms that affect dogs and cats. Okay. So they used to say to women who were pregnant, like, oh, don't be around your cat. You might get this toxocariasis. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, this is if you accidentally ingest the poop of these animals, which I'm not sure how you would accidentally how would you do accidentally that. Do that. I'm not sure how. I've never. Unless you're touching your cat, you're petting your cat. The cat yeah. has a little bit of that could. I mean, nonsense on it. Yeah. And then you know you don't wash your. I mean, I guess it's possible. But you can get pneumonia and vision loss. I mean, Jesus. it's pretty serious. Young and children, then you'll need those contacts. Oh yeah, and then don't yeah. stick them in the water. No. Yeah, it's more severe. Or, Young kids are, and pet owners obviously, are more likely to be infected. Uh, the most severe cases develop in children who play 
in and eat dirt containing pet droppings. You know, kids play, kids play in dirt. <laughs> I guess. You know, yeah. kids love to play in dirt. And a lot of animals maybe poop in the dirt and they don't know. Yeah, and they're just like, oh, look at so this chunky dirt. But yeah. I'm going to put it in my mouth. Did your kids do that? Put poop in their mouth? Well, put dirt in their mouth? Sure. Yes, of course. They put everything in their When they're little, they're just like, dog food, yum. Yeah. You know, this dirt, mm, sand, yay. Like, yeah. So I'm surprised they didn't get this, especially Benjamin. Here's some symptoms. You might not get symptoms at all. Fever, cough, wheezing, extreme tiredness, abdominal pain. I feel like I have all this now. Well, you know what they do is they examine your poop. That's how they find out if you have these things. You're right. You poop into a, one of those mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. and they examine They run the test and they're, they're like, the look, we just That's found that. some yeah. cat poop in this. That's right. You've got the toxic heart. Or your part cat. Or your part cat. You're yeah. right. You're right. Oh, enlarged liver, enlarged spleen. Those Jesus. are good signs. Those are those are maybe a little bit more, you're like not just tired. God. So... Oh, children often pick up the infection while playing in sandboxes. Well, see, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But sandboxes shouldn't have dog poop. They in would, them. you know. I'll tell oh, you, if it's outside, I'll tell you what. We built a sandbox yeah. in our little backyard for our kids when our kids were little toddlers. Yeah. And Sally was like, "This is where I'm going uh, to pee." So we were like, "Oh, we can't have a sandbox." Yeah. Our dog you can't. have to have one of those like turtle things that has mm-hmm. a the shell, lid. the lid. Yeah. Yeah. We thought we were being all cool and hip. I know it's very cute. Yeah. Oh, it also affects children and adults who have a condition called pica. You've heard of pica, right? Yes, that, where people, is that where you want to eat chalk and stuff? You crave non-foods such as soil and dirt. Okay. Man, I'm glad I didn't get that. Wow. Yeah. That's an actual like illness and not yeah. like a mental thing? Well, I don't know if it's connected to... Oh, uh, that's an interesting that's question. That's a good question. I, I remember studying it in my undergrad in psychology, so it could be mental, but like it's hard to parse out... Those kind of conditions, what, how much is biological and how much is mental? I don't have an answer for that. I don't either. Oh, here's a good piece of advice. Don't try any home remedies for intestinal parasites. Don't, like, put a fly trap up your ass and... Oh, well, you can that. do that if you want, <laughs> just for other reasons. But don't think you're going to get rid of an intestinal <laughs> I think I got it all out. This, it's sticking. Um, make a call to your healthcare provider. They may recommend an anti-parasitic drug such as albendazole. Albendin, you know, albendenza, albendenzole. Hey, pizza, spaghetti. That's not offensive. These medications will kill the worms. That reminds me when I was reading up on like trying to find a story. I found a couple of stories about people who really screwed up with their anti-malarial treatment protocols huh. before they traveled, and there was one guy who. For some reason, instead of doing the protocol for malaria um, vaccines or shots, (gasps) decided to do um, a uh, homeopathic. What an asshole. Because it was like half the price. For a a vaccine? Yeah. You can't make a homemade yolk and some vinegar and call it a vaccine. He went to a website that was like, it's effective. And it had testimonials. You know, it's like. It's Some, effective. How do you know it's effective? You didn't happen to get the disease. You I don't mean, know if it's effective. A lot of people are like, oh, homeopathic. It works. And Not for a vaccine. I know. I know. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then, you know, he almost died. So, guys, <sighs> trust in medicine. All right. Here we go. This one, It's just getting progressively more horrifying. That's how I like to build. I it's like, like it. they're fireworks, right? And they're yeah. good. And then you go, right. now we're going to get to the grand right. finale. We're almost there. Okay. Elephantias, elephant. It's almost titus? not quite elephantiasis, okay. lymphatic okay. filarius. And it's not hilarious, but okay. it rhymes with it. 
commonly known as elephantiasis, I may be saying that wrong. Very common. Is a neglected tropical disease infection. It occurs when filarial parasites are transmitted to humans through mosquitoes infection. Through mosquitoes. Oh, that's the end of the sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Answers phone. Have we ever talked about that? To phone. To phone. Oh my God, that was the best thing that ever happened. When... Chris and I were writing on um, the dish. We had uh, Real Housewife of Atlanta star Kim Zolziak. On. Do you remember Kim Zolziak? She's the party one, right? Party. Don't be tardy, tardy to the yes. party. Yes. Yes. yes, she's oh the blonde. God. She's the white woman in 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 the all black <laughs> cast of Atlanta. Don't be tardy to the party. Oh God, she. Um, we gave her a script. We gave her a script. She was reading off the prompter. Was it like she a QVC rehearsing. commercial? Probably, Sketch, yeah, something like she, that. She was selling her stuff. Yeah, or like a sex line because she had a phone. Anyway, yes. <laughs> she literally, like a bad, bad, you know, sitcom about making a TV show. No. She literally said to the camera, to phone. <laughs> we were like, perfect. Oh my God, it was the, it perfect. was so great. I think she also might have been smoking while she was pregnant. But, um. Oh yeah, she was. Then she had to go out and smoke and we were like, yeah. I think she's pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> it was really fucking weird. But yeah, anyway. It was wild. Yeah. That, that was, was good weird. times. Yeah, that was. We also met uh, Luann Decepts. That was amazing. We took a picture with her. She was so beautiful. Yeah. I was in love with her. Like, I was like, I want to be that beautiful when I'm. But wait, now I want to be that beautiful. I, I kept thinking, like, I want to be that beautiful when I'm that age. But I'm like, no, that I want to be that beautiful she now. She kind of defies. Like, this is what I mean about genetics. Like, maybe she's had worked on her face, but her body is like. A 24-year-old's body. Yeah. Like, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. She looked ridiculous. Yeah. And she didn't look like... I mean, whatever work she had done, it was perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think she just had also really, really good genetics. Yeah. Damn genetics. Damn okay. Genetics. Back to elephantiasis. Yes. The painful and profoundly disfiguring visible manifestations of the disease, lymphodema, elephantitis, and scrotal swelling. Yeah, elephantitis. Occur later in life and can lead to permanent disability. These patients are not only physically disabled, but suffer mental, social, and financial losses contributing to stigma and poverty. In 2020, 863 million people in 50 countries were living in areas that require preventative chemotherapy to stop the spread of the infection. Preventative chemotherapy? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Okay. They, they have to take pre- chemotherapy drugs to not have this. Oh, it's, Jesus. So I looked at some pictures. It it's is, swelling of the testicles. And their legs. Oh. I mean, it's so large. Does it not affect women? It does. Oh, labia? Maybe. Ugh. I mean, I saw a lot of really large uh, men's genitals. Yeah. And, and legs of men and women and kids. And it's most, well, older kids, because they get bitten and then it takes years for it to develop. Oh, God. Um, it's very hard to look at. Is there a cure for this? The cure is not well here let me let me go down and talk about the treatment okay the global baseline estimate of people affected was 25 million men and over 15 million people with the lymphedema the the men is with the hydrocele which i think is the swelling of the at least 36 million people remain with these chronic disease manifestations total that's a lot Jesus. that's a lot of people okay Eliminating lymphatic filariasis can prevent unnecessary suffering and contribute to the reduction of poverty. 
Mm. Okay, so it's caused by the infection with the parasite classified as nematodes, roundworms. And it doesn't sound like there's a cure. It sounds like you can reduce, you can keep it from happening with the drugs and you can reduce its progression with the chemotherapy drugs. But as far as I could see... I don't think there's a cure, but I will look into that because I don't have your you answer. You know, I'll just I'll just watch um, uh, Johnny Dangerously again because that's where I first learned about elephantitis of the nuts, as they call it. Because Johnny shows his younger brother, yes. played by Griffin Dunn, yes, a movie, okay, which is like a animated like cartoon, yeah sack yeah like on crutches or something okay i have no recollection of this moment it's so funny it's like he's warning him about like growing up yeah because his brother's so naive that he's warning him about elephantitis that's where i learned about it you know is that a trope i loved that movie it's you've never seen johnny dangerously wait that's michael keaton right yes did i say that's here right now love I don't know if I've seen it. It takes place in the 20s. He's a mobster. Uh, Joe Piscopo's in it. I know the movie. I don't know if I've actually Mary seen Lou it. Mary Lou Henner. Oh, I like her. It's fantastic. It's it's just silly, but it, it's really funny. But it's, you know, it has a lot of classic lines. You know, I remember quoting sh- dialogue from that movie yeah, as a kid. Yeah. And just thinking. Fartic and Ice Hole. Yes. And it was a way to cuss when you were a kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so funny. And Michael Keaton's so adorable in it. All right. Here we go. Draconculiasis. With when you get bitten in the balls by a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> well, my work is done. <laughs> I think it stands for bad dragon or deadly dragon. Okay. Also called guinea worm disease. Okay. This is a parasitic infection of the guinea worm. Guinea worm. A person becomes infected by drinking water containing water fleas. infected with guinea worm larvae. The worms penetrate the digestive tract and escape into the body. Around a year later, the adult worm migrates to an exit site, usually a lower limb, and induces an intensely painful blister on the skin. The blister eventually bursts to form a very painful open wound. This is the worst one, you guys. From which the worm slowly crawls over several weeks. Several weeks? Yeah. The wound remains painful throughout the worm's throughout the worm's emergence, disabling the infected person for three to ten weeks. What? It takes the worms it's that's how long it takes the worm to come out. During this time, the open wound can become infected with bacteria, leading to death in around one percent of cases. Okay, I was gonna say, if you know this is happening, I'm sure. There's some. Can you just pour peroxide on it or something? I'm sure you can kill the worm. Uh uh-uh. uh. No? You don't want the worm to die. Oh, you don't? No. Because it'll stay in there and. You, yeah, because that'll be worse. Oh, it has to come out? Yeah. Get out. Get ready for this next part. Okay, I'm ready. There's no medication to treat it. Instead, the mainstay of treatment <laughs> is the careful wrapping of the emerging worm around a small stick oh, okay. to encourage its exit. Each day, a few more centimeters of the worm emerge, and the stick is turned to maintain (laughs) gentle tension. With too much tension, the worm can break and die in the wound, causing severe pain and swelling at the ulcer site. This is you just have to like lay still for three weeks. Yes, yeah, with the stick. (laughs) Yeah, and somebody has to come and like take care of you and turn the stick. 
So this is a disease of extreme poverty occurring in okay. places with poor access to clean drinking water. Prevention efforts center on filtering drinking water to remove water fleas, as well, obviously, as public education campaigns to, to discourage people from soaking their emerging worms in sources of drinking water. Because when the yeah. blister comes, the first thing people want to do is put it in cold water because that feels good. Oh. And they're like, don't, because then when they do that, all these larvae come out and go into that water, making more worms. Jesus Christ. It's 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 nuts. So I they, can't believe there's not a faster way to get that fucking worm out. I you th- this is because it's from they've they've traced this historically to, you know, like the beginning of time basically. Okay. You know that the, this is I find really interesting. When you look at um in medicine, you know the the staff with the snake around it? Yeah. They think that's this. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Wow. But Oh Gross. wow, that's fascinating. I wonder why that would they I thought, would choose that for the medical because symbol. they they found it in so early historic uh, records. Um, that's so awesome. The effort to eradicate this began in the '80s, following the successful eradication of smallpox. By 1995, every country with endemic draculiasis had established a program, leaving the disease endemic in just four countries: Chad, Ethiopia, Mali, and South Sudan. So in 2021, they found the record low of only 15 cases. So if it succeeds, they'll only um, it'll be the second disease ever eradicated. Oh, wow. Um, Wasn't polio eradicated? It was. But now they've it, I think it's coming back because of people not getting fucking vaccinated. Yeah. So you get here's just some signs and symptoms. You they occur year after infection. People have allergic reactions, hives, fever, dizziness, nausea, vomiting and diarrhea. Um, I told you that people to get rid of the pain, they stick their foot in water. Um, And then when they when that happens, the worm uh, spews a white substance into the water, exposing all the larvae. And then um, this opens the blister the f- there's a um then the 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 when it's it, as the worm emerges the open blister often becomes infected with bacteria right you get some redness some swelling the formation of abscesses or in severe cases gangrene sepsis or lockjaw oh jesus christ so there's a secondary infection if it's near a joint which it often is like your ankle the damage to the joint can result in stiffness arthritis or contractures I had to look that up because yeah. I didn't know what that was. That is permanent shortening of a muscle or joint. So oh. if you've seen those pictures from the oldie timey days of like people's bodies that are like stuck, yeah. it can do that to their body wow. depending on where the um, worm comes out. So here's something even worse. Infected. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Karen can handle it. Infected people commonly harbor multiple worms. So it's not just one coming out. Yeah. With an average of 1.8 worms per person, up to 40 at a time. Jesus Christ. There's got to be a zoning law against yeah. that. And and it's usually legs or feet, but they can come out anywhere on the body. Now, g- feet? Yeah. Like the bottom of your feet? Yeah. Yeah. That's usually because they can travel down. And uh, that's all about parasites. Would you like to hear a story? Story, story, story time. And the living's easy, everyone. That was sarcasm. Okay. A Sacramento State student had a close call after doctors found a tapeworm in his brain. Oh, oh fuck. God. 
I'm just happy that I'm here right now because if I would have went in a half hour later, I definitely wouldn't be here. Wow. Luis Ortiz said his brain is still recovering after doctors performed a surgery for a diagnosis no one would have had no one would have expected. He went in to see a doctor after he experienced headaches and vomiting. They put this camera in to see what was going on, and that's when they found out. Oh, yeah, you have this parasite in your head, they said. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the particular parasite was a tapeworm inside a cyst inside his brain. Oh, my God. They're like, what? I know. <laughs> also, just like you go in for headaches and vomiting. Yeah. And it's kind of wild that they, and good luck, I guess, that they were like, let's do, do an MRI yeah. or, right. you know. Because it seems like you could go in for headaches and vomiting and they could just be be like, you have the flu, go home. They're like, hey, you have this parasite in your head and we're going to operate and we're going to have to do it soon. Otherwise, you could probably die, he said. Doctors at Napa's Queen of the Valley Medical Center said the cyst around the worm was blocking water from Ortiz's brain. (gasps) The tapeworm may have been in contaminated food, Louise ate. I have no idea. got to his brain? Yeah. I know. How does it get there? I don't know. Like you eat and then how does the worm go? I don't know. They just go where they want, I, I guess. guess. It's an unusual. Oh, I have no idea where I got it from. He said, now that it's kind of over, it definitely gave me a new perspective on life. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he doesn't eat more contaminated food either. Right. It's an unusual story of survival for a Sacramento State student whose mind is now on the mend after a worm worked its way into his brain. The doctors told me if I would have gotten here, if I would have gotten there a little bit later, I probably wouldn't have made it, he said. There are six types of tapeworms known to infect humans, usually identified by the animal they come from. People typically people typically get them from undercooked meat or by eating food prepared by someone who is infected. The pork tapeworm. That infected Ortiz can travel to the brain. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention say there are about a thousand hospitalized there are about 1,000 hospitalizations for brain infections caused by the pork tapeworm. I mean, listen, I just think don't eat pork that isn't fully cooked. Well, I'm sure you don't mean to. I don't think that's something. But pe- a lot of bacon isn't full. Like a lot of people like their bacon. That's like it's crispy, but then parts of it are. Really? Yeah. Oh, OK. A little still pink looking. Really? Ugh. Okay, I don't know. That's gross. Guys, maybe we should just all decide to not eat meat. Wouldn't that be a good idea? At this point, I might not eat ever again. (laughs) (laughs) He may not not shower. He may not use water. I mean, I think we're mostly safe from most of these things. Well, here's the thing. I I don't know if we are anymore. No. Because we have people who won't get vaccinated. Yeah. And then our religious folks that go to these countries to convert people or do whatever. Yeah. God knows what they're going to come back with. Well, and and some of these things are popping up. Well, you have to get. I'm sorry. No, please. You have to. To travel overseas, you have to get certain vaccinations, don't you? Well, some of these people didn't get the malaria shots they were supposed. I mean, I there were multiple cases of oh, people yeah. getting I malaria. A, I thought it was a legal thing. I honestly did. I thought you have to get a certain, but maybe maybe not. I mean, they're just gonna they can print out a card, a fake card. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, got yeah. my measles or whatever. Right, next. right. Who knows? There's also some some evidence that some of these um, waterborne. Parasites are cropping up. One of them specifically, and I can't remember which one, but I'll put it in our newsletter. We're cropping up in a like a small Texas town where there's a lot of poverty because uh, we have, you know, 
we have living conditions in our country that aren't that don't have right. clean water systems and, and and sanitation systems right. because of our poverty. So we're not so far away from some of these situations. Right. Um, so, you know, let's get on that. Right. I mean, when I say let's, I don't mean the three of us. No. We are not. We don't have the capabilities. Yeah. But I'll. I don't want to pack. Go somewhere. I'll vote for those people that will do yeah. it. Right. You can't. You're not in their state. You're right. And I'm not moving <laughs> to Texas. Is that all we know about Luis? That's all we know about Luis. I'm just wondering if the tapeworm caused the cyst or he happened to have a brain cyst that the tapeworm went to. Yeah. That's a good question. Or like if it even mattered. Well, he said they said that the I guess it's good that he had the cyst because the cyst prevented right some sort of liquid from sloshing around his brain and that's Maybe. what gave him the headache and that's what alerted him to it earlier than huh. it would normally be. From in my thinking, the yeah. tapeworm caused the cyst, but yeah. I mean that would have to be like almost quite like quite a coincidence. Like it for grew around to happen. The yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just like it was like an ingrown hair. Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly like that. If anyone wants to, if we have any, you know, brain experts mm -hmm. listening, feel mm -hmm. free to enlighten us. Please. Or if Louise is listening. Yeah. You let us know. Yeah, Louise. Come on. How you doing? <laughs> let us know what happened. <laughs> That's crazy times. Right? Yeah. Well, I hope we'll all avoid parasites. Me too. Of all kinds. Yeah. Is tapeworm the one that people purposely get to lose to weight. lose weight is that a real thing i don't I'll hear that people I, say like I, I need to have a tapeworm yeah i've heard that but is that a real thing i swear i saw a news article or maybe it was a episode of glee or something ridiculous that had it, <laughs> it was either it was, it was either something. Something about it maybe. i love that it was either real news or a glee episode or, or something ridiculous yes. that would have that as a storyline i mean i've certainly heard that as a reference yeah i i once Watched a comp. I didn't really watch Glee. I think I maybe watched one or two episodes because I thought I was very excited. I thought it was totally for me, and then realized it was not totally for me. But then I've seen a compilation where they had like um, Matthew Morrison. Is that the guy who plays the teacher? Mm -hmm. All these numbers that he does with all the kids, and it's so wildly inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> like he's really sexy with the kids, <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. This show was on primetime yeah, network. Like, yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Garrett? Yeah. It was I like a smash cut of him yeah. just like being sexy with all these supposed, you know, teenagers. That's wild. It was bananas. Glee. Glee. Oh. oh. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Christine, how was your break? Oh, so many things. Yeah? Yeah. Just epic. Really? So, so uh, we had a fun time talking about parasites. Yes, we did. That's not a good way to bring in our guest. Well, <laughs> we don't think of her as a parasite. She's amazing. Yes. She's talented. She's a hilarious TV comedy writer. Her name is Laura Menino. Hi, Laura. Hi, everyone. We're so happy Thank she's here. Thank you. I'm happy to be yes. here. Because we were talking about parasites, and yes. now we're going to be talking about 
Hollywood, which is yeah, you can see the some parallels. There There's are a lot of crossover, a lot of crossover between parasites and and Hollywood. It's yeah, mostly parasites, mostly parasites. Yes. Right? So you yeah. guys know each other from your through your children. Is that the idea? I really think also through activism. Yep. I think through our we all met after Trump was elected yeah. in the gym at the JCC. Yes, and proceed celebrating, of course. <laughs> everyone sobbing, <laughs> dude. Celebrated authoritarian figure. Yeah. In a Jewish community center. Um, And yeah, and just try to hack away at that problem. Yes. I think things are going great. Yep. I think everything's going to be. I think you guys did it. We solved it. I think everyone everyone knows we solved it in that gym. (laughs) And I don't even know why that group still exists because we figured it out. We figured it all out, right? We fixed it. Everything's great. Everything is fixed. Yeah. Everything's good. We're not at all freaking out about Georgia right now. No, no, it's all all fixed. All fixed. Yeah. Yeah, by the time this airs, we'll know who's the next senator from Georgia. I mean, the guy uh, clearly has CTE, right? Like, he, uh, yeah, and that is probably the nicest thing you could say, say about, about him. him. Yeah. Right? Charitable yes. quality about I mean, him is I, that he has CTE. I, I would. I don't know anything about him yeah. prior to this campaign, but I would propose that he started out as a not super intelligent person, right, and then got bashed in the head repeatedly yes. and now is an idiot. And now an idiot and like a mm-hmm. cruel, mean idiot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Wait, he which, paid for all those abortions. Yeah, Trump didn't nice. even pay and for those, he, his abortions. You know what? I like that you see the sunny side of life. <laughs> and he also like, he sent a card which very few men ever yeah, do. He yeah, he sent a happy abortion card. A happy abortion right. card. Yes. That is, that takes lovely. thought. So, you know what? Maybe he is perfect for DC. What do we know? <laughs> what do we know? <laughs> which that's... leads us into your story. Sure, sure. So, you know, I am somebody whom uh, I feel like I'm somebody who's like really type A. I have a lot of control issues. I like putting in uh, X effort to yield Y results. I okay. like respecting time time, having my time respected. I like results and tangible things. So, like, naturally, the entertainment industry sure. was the perfect yes. fit Very for predictable. my yeah. sensibility. You work hard, and then you succeed. And then you succeed, and that's all you have to do. Gold stars <laughs> yeah. on all of your charts for everything. Right. Yes. That has absolutely been my uh, experience of 20 years of continuing to wake up <laughs> and show up to this business. Daniel, I have a feeling this is going to be the flip side of the story from another writer we had on the show, Phil Stark, uh-huh. who, yes, the it dude, might be. dude Where's My Car writer right. we had on, who was oh. like, I came out to Hollywood, I had no experience. I just accidentally got a job I on had South a, Park. I had it, a spec script, and and then I sold my movie, and we were just, Danielle we're, and I were, were like, Our wait. just jaws were on the ground. Yeah. We're yeah. Like, okay. Isn't that person <laughs> infuriating? It was infuriating, yeah. but to his credit, he understood yeah. how, I mean, at the time he didn't, of course, but in retrospect, he understands how crazy that was. Right. Yeah. And, and and not normal. Right, yeah. right. That's also how I feel about like going to a lot of writers' conferences and like watching panels full of successful people. Yes. Like, well, I'm so glad that worked out for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. Uh, so if you are somebody who feels rejected and stewing in failure... And having a lot of uncertainty about your life. Here, I am here to Same. say you are Thank not God. alone. Yes. You are seen. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, Nancy Pelosi doesn't write those emails. Sorry for that hard truth. But otherwise, I'm here to coddle you Thank with you. love and to cut the crust off all your bread. <laughs> Tuck you in I think with we my do. stories of failure and rejection. <laughs> I just have to ask, are yeah. you doing Elf on the Shelf? 
Uh, no, my kid's not into it. I mean, I have the elf on the shelf, but he is not really interested. But it takes a lot of stress away. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Of just being. Oh, because oh. if you forget to move it, oh. you have to wake up at three in the morning and go, fuck, we didn't move oh, it. Oh, yeah. I have so many other ways to feel bad about myself. I don't know. Yeah, if yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I love doing it, but I'm glad it's over. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I have the book and I have the, the elf and he's just not into we it. We never did How it. weird. Yeah. Yeah, you, you saved a lot of time. Yeah, this is one yeah. last thing I have to feel yeah. obligated to provide for them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he flew across the room by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sorry. Oh yeah. So um uh yeah you know for me I know I was like reflecting on this like this is like tis the time of year to take stock in what your life is. <laughs> Always fun. Oh, I love to do that. Yes. You yeah, love I, taking stock. Yeah. Oh god, I and love it. I think it was just interesting to see like reflecting my journey of just like how rejection has just sort of peppered in that is both like shaped who I am in terms of resilience, but also has on the opposite on how to actually survive rejection, realizing that what a blessing it was in disguise, that it only just made it only like refined things and made things clear. Right. My first first thing, you know, I um was how it all started <laughs> was in fourth grade. Um I did a very fourth grade production of Twelfth Night mm-hmm. and I so badly wait, wanted wait, yes. wait, fourth grade. Fourth grade did twelfth our night? class did a very fourth grade forty minute abridged version of Twelfth Night. Did you go to an and arts? Then, no, I went to like a normal public school but I went in New York where you uh, have property taxes that fund things instead mm-hmm. of oh. selling wrapping paper here in <laughs> California <laughs> for gym class because boomers in the 70s yeah. didn't want to pay property taxes for brown kids to get a public education so now we all sell yeah. wrapping paper for music class um, but there you pay a lot of property yeah. taxes and you get things like okay. get to do a fourth grade production at 12th night and I so wanted to be Olivia like the head bitch in charge yeah. Dutch Yes. That everybody is in love with. And I, I actually like lobbied for this role when I auditioned for Miss McMahon. Uh, and I got cast as Maria, the maid who cleans up everyone's uh, messes instead. <laughs> oh God. And that dichotomy has yeah. followed me for the rest gotcha. of my life. Like I want in my head, I would love to be a bitch in charge in reality. You're I'm the maid cleaning up people. Yeah. Yes. But that is where I got my first laugh, and that's where my brain was broken forever. Oh God. <laughs> you get that first laugh. Yes. And and um, it's great because it's a result. I love results, the mm-hmm. beauty result, and I'm a people pleaser. So I was like, this is what I am doing right. for the rest of my life. Same. Um, and I continued on. And then my big moment of my next level of rejection was college auditions. Did you guys do college theater? No. no. Good. You are smart. <laughs> but I went to an arts high school. So oh, I, so you know. I, I auditioned and stuff in all high school. Of it. Right. Yeah. So your whole life was all about like that piece of paper that got posted uh, in the hallway. Theor- yes. Yeah. I mean, symbolically, I don't know if they actually did that. Maybe they did do right. that. Oh, I'm getting a stomach ache yeah. thinking about it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. My NYU audition that I worked so hard for ended up being my worst. I woke up the day before with pink eye. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, my God. So my mom had to rush to the pediatrician to pour eye drops. So I had one eye that was closed and amassed and pink and gore. And then Wait, I said... Wait, what was your monologue? Um, I... It was actually... Elephant Man? No, but it should have <laughs> okay. been. That would have been 
That so been nice. apt. I actually saw this monologue in the back of a book, and it was the title of the play was something about peyote, and you didn't have to be on peyote, but maybe that would have helped me at the audition. <laughs> I had to be on peyote. But I wrote the um, playwright a really nice letter asking for the entire script, and he sent it to me. Oh, oh my wow. god! And I did my research as like yes. a seventeen-year-old little theater Good. student. I read yes. the entire play, uh, source material for my monologue. That was not good enough for NYU. I still got waitlisted and then ultimately yeah. rejected. I also um, sat in gum on the subway to the audition in like my like black no. chiffon dress. No. So I, I had pink eye. In the front of me was just like a pink eye no. mess. The back of me was covered in th- in gum. So like after the audition, I like backed out of the audition like I just performed in front of the queen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure there they were like... <laughs> Oh questioning my, my movement abilities yeah. on stage. Can I just interrupt you yes. have a bonding moment with you for a yeah. second? I t- so I went to an arts high school. I was in the theater department. I actually did, I thought, quite well there. I auditioned for the theater department at NYU and yeah. also got rejected. Wow, see? Yeah, and it was are. it was humiliating yeah. because other people in my class got in. Oh, and then when I told them I didn't get in, they were like, what? Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I'm just saying. So I, I, I feel your right. pain, literally. What I fell into, like, my next thing of, like, movement in this business was, like, yeah, I was auditioning, like, at lunchtime uh, for my temp jobs, but I really fell into stand-up. And what I loved okay. about stand-up Again, a very result-oriented art. In, in Los Angeles? Uh, in New York. Oh, so I New was York. in New York just doing stand-up at every like dungeon bar in the Lower East Side. I was right. producing stand-up shows. It was so much fun. It was so great to not have to wait to get picked, which was I thought was so difficult uh-huh. as an actor to have to wait to right. be selected, which I realize is a thing that just doesn't go away in this business, no matter who right. you are or what you're doing. Um, and I loved that feeling of just immediately being in front of the audience. But also, stand-up as well as an art and just as a business, it's like it's a whole other level of like levels of yes. rejection. Yeah, we were talking about like the sweater. Like it is just like multi levels of right. Re- I mean, you are you are being rejected in real time. That is yeah. the whole art of stand up and yes. standing in front of people. Uh, I I think what you're saying is valid. Yes. I don't think what you're saying is valid or funny or amusing or entertaining. Right. Yeah. Right. So, but I loved that instant feedback. And even though it was a bummer when it wasn't going your way, at least you sort of new. Yeah. You got it right in the moment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I always always found the co- comedian on comedian level of rejection to be possibly Wait, the, the hardest what? part. Like the comedian on comedian oh, rejection. Oh, 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 yeah. You're not cool enough to do my free bar show. Yeah. No kidding. Oh. Seems to be yeah. Like the lowest level of bizarre, unnecessary right. cruelty. Right. I, <laughs> I know you're a piece of shit, but you're still telling me I'm a piece of shit and I don't want any part of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For free labor. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's not a it's not a warm and friendly environment. Yeah. It can be, but yeah, yes. I guess it depends on where you start. But yeah, no, I right. mean, yeah, absolutely. Right, right. Yeah, I think if you're in the right group and accepted, then it can yeah. be fun. But that is great. That's But there's always going to be people who... Don't accept you. For yeah. sure. Yes. Yeah, for sure. They're jealous. Oh, is that? Yeah. Oh, sure. No, that's just what my mom is. told me. Oh, that, that's what my mom said, too. Isn't yeah. it interesting how your parents always come from a place of just the world just hasn't seen? Like, there's a conspiracy yeah. against you, yeah. and that's yes. supposed to make uh, you feel better. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Everybody doesn't that, understand yeah. how great you are. Right. There's a. It's all in their heads. Right. Yeah. Right. Which just makes the. I know it comes from a good place, but it makes the rejection feel so much. Well, more. because you also know it's bullshit. Right. When your parents are telling you. That. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I know, Chris. Your parents weren't exactly. <laughs> my parents they didn't really didn't. air that direction. That was not uh, ever said to me by my parents. But I also think that it's not wrong that a lot of comedians do hate themselves mm-hmm. and yeah. them sort of not giving you they're not able to give any sort of validation because they don't give that to themselves yeah, like yeah. they're so they're not like hey that was pretty funny because they don't have that to give right you know so it's like you're dealing with a bunch of dysfunctional people and expecting a validation for people who can't give it they or, don't give or, it to themselves or just a, a hello yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, nice. maybe just socially that. a lot of dysfunctions happening. Right. Right. So it's a it's a group of like a lot of broken toys. Yeah. Yeah. Which was great in yeah. my 20s in New York and when I was like felt like I was part of a community of just like doing a bunch of like crazy shit and yeah. like at at shows but um but yeah moving here like in like LA in your 30s are too <laughs> 30s is isolating. Los Angeles yes. is isolating now. Yes. Add comedy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And having to prove to a 23-year-old who has the new hot alt show. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> You've already been yeah. doing this for 10 years and yeah. you get, give me a shot to provide co- my content for free so the yeah. bar can sell warm beer to warm bodies. Right. And to not even get a response was like, Oof. why did I do that to myself for years and yeah. years and years and yeah. years? So, um yeah, but I think when I um, <laughs> when I auditioned for Last Comic Standing, I think Ant ended up being <laughs> the prophecy it. that I needed. <laughs> Wait, tell me who was on the panel. Because yeah, um, I might have been working at the Improv at that time. I actually auditioned in New York. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, where did I audition? I'm trying to remember. Was that at Gotham? I was going to say Gotham just to sound cool. Yeah. It's the only place I know. Right, right. (laughs) Except for like Caroline's. Right. I don't think it was. Was was that at Caroline? No. Maybe it was at Gotham. The Boston Comedy Club? Um, Yeah. See, I know. Right. right. (laughs) Comedy Cellar? That's one, isn't it? Comedy Cellar is definitely one. Uh, Yeah, I I lost a contest there. That was fun. I remember the Comedy Cellar well. (laughs) Somebody pulled out a gun once, I think, at the Comedy Cellar. Oh, my gosh. Um... And, uh, yeah, so I got an audition for Last Comic Standing. I never knew if I wanted to be on the show, but I wanted to do a good job. You know, yeah, sure. Audition, this is like a TV credit. And then I realized the thing that I really, really didn't want is I didn't want to end up on the B-roll of the crazies. Yes, the street yes. crazies. If I could just not end up on yeah. the street so you crazy got, role. So just, just to back up for a second, oh, sure. for people who don't know, they, they make it look like you wait in line for hours and hours, yes. which some people do. Right. But then they afford certain people an actual audition yes. guaranteed which yes. I did it sounds like that's what you did yes too. Okay. yes and it was an amazing it's an invitation condition. to get fucked yes mm-hmm. it is yes. an invitation <laughs> to just bend over yeah. uh, on television and have Alonzo Bowden stop me halfway uh, through my act oh yes it was Alonzo and it was Ant oh god um I had to reset three times before I was able to do my set because there was always a technical issue. Oh, Jesus. Uh, so oh, that's good for like, momentum. Laura Benito, so I would like walk on and like, oh, we gotta go back. And I'm already standing there. Yikes. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm already so in my head. Of course. I didn't tell anybody about this yeah. because like, yeah, I just, you don't want to, yeah. I don't want to jinx it. Like the right. NYU yeah. thing. Yeah. It's just, you didn't want it. I didn't want to jinx it. I didn't want to have these expectations. I just was like, I'm just gonna hold this in. 
it and practice on my own and just mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. it and I'll try to do a lot of sets and not tell anyone what this is for. And so I was so like, hey, Laura Benita, and I walk on, they're like, up, oh, reset. And so I went back. <gasps> That's crazy. And I was like, okay, we're gonna try this again. Uh, Laura Benita. Uh, and I was like, oh, we gotta reset something. <laughs> Way to throw you off. <laughs> like, okay, I go back. Like, Laura Benita, I get there and I'm about to, and hold, and they just have me just stand there. And I wasn't doing a ton of like TV auditioning at this point, so yeah. uh, now I realize if somebody's just like eating their lunch on Zoom or not paying attention or on their cell phone, that's a thing. But there was just like a back row of people not giving a fuck. Yes. Yes. A bunch of crew people mad at whatever all the things that were going right. wrong. Yeah. And then a panel already having decided <laughs> that I right, am not. That you're not their cup of tea. Not their cup of tea. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I was a lot. I think I did my entire set. Were you interrupted? He literally stopped me and said, "That's enough." Oh, and we had the same agent. (gasps) I mean, he didn't know who I was, but I was like, I was so fucking pissed because a, I was invited by the producers. Will you come and audition? Yeah. So it's like. Well, maybe if you ask someone to audition, you should let them fucking finish oh, the audition. Oh, my God. And I called my agent afterwards. I was like, you're never going to fucking believe what Alonzo did. I was yeah. so pissed. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. so sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, look, it happens to everyone. It's right. Just, it was just... And I thank God that I wasn't on the show. That yes. they didn't show anything. You yes. Know? That is how I felt, too. Yeah. Anne's feedback was, I just feel like you don't want this enough. <laughs> <laughs> Which made him now, he really is perfect for Celebrity Fit Club. Like, he really knows. Is that what he's on? Yeah, or that's what he was doing yeah. after that. Yeah, oh my that God. Was big, big thing. Like, uh, you're not needy enough. <laughs> right. You're not needy I'm enough. Not needy yeah. enough. Um, oh, God. And you know what? Anyways, maybe I didn't want, I didn't want to end up on the the, the street yes. crazy yes. Uh, yeah. montage. You didn't act insane enough. Uh, yeah. Right. So, that, in a lot of ways, that's such I a achieved. fucked up thing to say to someone because. Yeah. It's such a high pressure situation. Right. And to say something like that, it's just it's not helpful. Yeah. And it's it's like a judgment on your character. Right. Of someone you have from three minutes. How could he possibly know right. that? It doesn't make any sense. Right. Six minutes of yeah. resetting and three minutes. I know. Of yeah. Like maybe give you a little slack since right. that was bananas. Right, right. Yeah. But, you know, it put things in again, you know, where stand up fit in my life and what I loved from it. Like I never cared for it to be a lifestyle choice, which I think is what it is as a profession. Yeah. But I loved the art version. Yes. <laughs> the, yeah. Like the yeah. connecting with an audience and wanting a community not always really finding that especially in LA but it you know these like little moments of like how to survive rejection it was like that of just using a piece of rejection Um, so from there I like moved on to to always to, to now writing like that's what I do, and I realized that stand-up, whenever I was performing, it was always writing, was always Same. part of yeah. that, mm-hmm. and it took me a while to realize. I think I was a better writer as a stand-up than a performer. Yeah, yeah. I saw that for myself as well, and you know, perfect time to make a career shift when you're pregnant. Yeah. So <laughs> that's what oh, I wow. did when I was... Hollywood loves women oh, once they give birth. Yes. That's when they want us. That's when they want us the most. My yeah. husband was on the phone with his job saying, well, Laura's expecting as a way to get a raise and I was not posting anything oh, about my pregnancy yeah. otherwise yeah. I'd become like an official pariah of this business that yeah. I already felt like I wasn't officially a part of so it's just so amazing it's just astounding how so the, you only went into writing like seven years ago about eight seven years, ago? years seven eight years okay. ago yeah and um and you know from there it was just putting together a 
yeah, a resume of like non-union jobs and yep. short form digital and writing sketches. And while yep. I was just writing my pilot samples to hopefully get staffed. And this year, I feel like I've, I hit some stride with a with a script. Um, I felt like I laid finally laid some track down uh-huh. <laughs> this particular year. But it was interesting sort of dealing with a sort of a newer level of rejection. <laughs> yeah, it's sure. like you've really made it because now the bigwigs are now saying you. no to yes, you. And that yes. even of the opportunity to say no to yes. you is like, like you've yeah. made it, kid. You made yeah. it, kid. right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, so I felt like I was finally in a position to seek literary representation. And so I spent this year trying to craft the perfect query letter, much like I've spent most of my life trying to craft the perfect, uh, perfect set or the perfect yes. whatever. And so I would go through, you know, I would have friends who were so lovely to recommend me and they're like oh the business somebody farted in Warner Brothers now three yeah. now three things got <laughs> got right. canceled and nobody has jobs so my agent isn't reading okay fine uh, so that was a lot of of this year and so I would craft these query letters of like researching the manager, yes. listening to their podcast they're doing, trying to find a personal connection, yes. uh, crafting my log line. Here I won a fellowship. I wow. blacklist reader recommended. I you know won this pitch, uh, runner up in this pitch competition. Like I felt like I had all of the things that yeah. everybody says they want in a query letter, a client, all of that. Yes. So it's like every Tuesday, send stuff out. Nothing, 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 nothing. Then I finally got a response Aww. from somebody like somebody like it was like a little reply right Yay. there and I opened it was somebody who has uh, a relationship with emerging writers on social media and uh, and the response was that's great I'm not reading lower level writers <laughs> that was Jesus it. and that's what I realized yes. as hard as rejection is I'd rather take rejection over uncertainty. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I don't yes. like the not hearing. I know. Just being hearing. ignored is yes. really hard. Yeah. It's I'd l- I'd much rather hear yes, I'm not I can't take you because right. at least it's like, am I alive? I close do, the, do I exist? Yes, on that one, yeah. exactly. And the feeling yeah. of invisibility. Can I be important enough to just get a no response? It, it feels better, right, I think. Right. I agree. I was doing a service where I was paying for rejections, yeah. <laughs> like virtual pitch fest. Like you said something yes. that yeah. I'm getting paid to read and then have to re- at least say an answer to you. So like right. I was getting to the point of like, God, I'm paying money yeah. just to get a response, which is so gratifying. <sighs> so I think that is my little like morality. Not I don't know. It's not even a cautionary tale. It's just a. It's just rejection. this is normal life. This, this is, is the normal business. life. Yeah, but take your rejections because yes. it beats uncertainty. Yes, and just wake That's up true. every day and continue Keep doing it to continue on. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I love it. I think I mean, it's we, good to hear. You know. Yeah. Anyway, Laura, thank you so oh, much for, for having yeah. me. For, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. I feel like I've met a uh, just younger version of myself oh. sitting in front of me, a fellow traveler <laughs> in this yes. journey of life. Yeah. So many parallels. Yeah. And uh, we'll be right back with what did we learn today? All right. Christine, mm. are you ready to learn what we learned today? Teach me. Winter weather forces us to congregate inside, but evidence suggests cold, dry air also helps spread respiratory viruses like COVID or the flu. Feeding, mm-hmm. feeding squirrels may lead to more squirrels. They share the word about abundant food. An area overpopulated with squirrels can mean an increase in diseases like Lyme disease that can be transmitted to pets, humans, and other rodents. Oh, and you don't want to get that. No. That's bad news. Yeah. We've got to do an episode on it. Jellicle cats are a lot of things and do a lot of things. This segment isn't long enough <laughs> to list all the things that they do. Young and dumb and full of pinworms. 
<laughs> Parasites can come from anyone or anything. Don't eat poop, even if it's seasoned with dirt. Mm-mm. Pika is the eating or craving of things that are not food. It can be a disorder in itself or a sign of other cultural or medical phenomena. Pika can have causes that aren't due to underlying diseases. Examples include stress, cultural factors, nutritional deficiencies, or pregnancy. I don't know what those cultural factors are, but I'm going to look that up. Yeah. What the heck? really weird. Yeah. That's a weird answer. Don't judge them on their pika. I'm more confused than ever. <laughs> the women have always been... The women. The worms have always been here. <laughs> Jesus. And the women. The CDC divides travel vaccinations into three categories. Routine, recommended, and required. The only vaccine classified as required by international health regulations is the yellow fever vaccination for travel to certain countries in sub-Saharan Africa and tropical South America. Oh, by the way, tapeworms can grow to 80 feet long. Enjoy oh. your stay. <laughs> my God. Extra raw. Rare. Capaccio. Oh, my gosh. So gross. All right, everybody. Hey, head on over to our website, Pod How to survive check out our new merch leave us a review sign up for our newsletter you are gonna miss out if you don't get in on this action get in on it and until next time remain remain calm. calm